Welcome to Must Have Coffee, Finding the Ground Within. And we are not just talking about coffee. This is Sonia Ong. And I am Alana Marie. This is our friendly podcast designed to awake, energize, and uplift your everyday life. Welcome back to Must Have Coffee. I am Alana Marie. And this is Sonia All Oh my, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> so Sonia, for, for our listeners too, uh, Happy New Year. Um, it's, yes, Happy New Year. <laughs> it's been forever. So how have you been? Oh, things are just going same old, same old, just a little bit of hiccups here and there, but Considering everything, we survived 2021, right? We took, I think the last podcast that we have, it was um, on Thanksgiving. And then we took the holidays off and then life happens. And so now it's at the end of January and we're just now recording our very first podcast for 2022. And it's just the way it goes. Sometimes we roll with life. And I hope that you guys out there are doing the same thing for, you know, giving yourself a break and then picking things up when you're ready. You know what? It's it's kind of funny because before I think our last podcast was just when to take a pause. And I didn't realize how profound that was going to be, especially um, after we recorded that, because I we were expecting to continue on. But life, like you said, happened. And that pause was kind of like a prolific (laughs) um, statement for both of us. When I think about the last I don't even know. Uh, since well August for me but more like into November and everything else um, I have really had to start revisiting not just goals but also relearning lessons and so far right now I am in the process of relearning to set boundaries when you are overloaded (laughs) so what about you Sonia? Yes, uh, there's a theme of relearning about in our lives, right? Um, If we are, if we are stable enough or not stable enough, but if we are uh, still enough to kind of notice that and that has been mine too. It's relearning, relearning uh, that life is actually really a teacher for us. And it has taught me many, many lessons over the last few months that, uh, you know, at first, you know, I would just brush it off and it's like, oh yeah, conceptually that's lesson. But really now it's really teaching me because it has affected my, uh, my life in the last few months. I know we're being cryptic and so, because we're not ready to share any of these things with, with our listeners, but Life has been uh, a great teacher in the last few months for me, and I am relearning yes. a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that um, I've always kind of lived by is that life happens for me and for everyone, and so including any kind of event. So it's kind of more of a positive attitude. Well, there's been so much happening, and there's been so much changes that in some ways. I I lost that sense that life is happening for me, even though I know that it is. But it was funny because I've I'm always checking in with myself to see like what is a lesson and is this something that I need to revisit 
And that's kind of where I'm at. But I've also feel like when we are learning lessons or when we're overloaded, like I was, um, you forget certain aspects that are important to you. And that lesson that life happens for me, not to me, has uh, finally came back through where I didn't realize that um, I forgot that lesson and not that lesson, but just that kind of that comfort. Um, And then after I kind of started setting boundaries and taking things off of my plate that I didn't need to have, um, that came back in and then it made me so happy. Sonia, I was like, Oh yeah, life is happening for me, not against me, not to me, but it wasn't something that I wasn't even aware of what was happening because I was so overloaded with more things. I was putting more things on my plate when I thought that I was simplifying, but I wasn't, you know, have, have you ever done that where you start just putting, saying yes. And when there's a whole bunch of things happening, you feel like you have to say yes to more things to feel normal. Yes, it it is. It's some momentum thing. And I am a yes person, right? I'm like, I normally I'm a no, no, my normal, uh, my normal answer is to say yes to anything exciting to me, until that excitement and that thing overwhelms me because it requires work. And so then I would backpedal or I would start feeling resentment and disappointment. Because I said yes to too many things without even checking in with myself. Mm -hmm. And I totally, totally understand what you're saying, where sometimes when you you say life is happening for me, you forget it because we become myopic because we are dealing with all these many things on our plate that we said yes to. And then we started feeling sort of negative because we had to do, you know, a few more work to get it done or uh, you know some probably some portion of it is efforting too you know with uh, with that so okay so here's two questions I have for you so for you what are the symptoms of overload and overwhelm in a person's life and then also what does boundaries mean for you like yeah. in setting them and everything else? And then here's a, here's the interplay of that is when you're overloaded, is it how, cause like, how do you redefine boundaries in your life? So like what, so what is overload to you? So overload to me, because my tendency is uh, I I become overwhelmed with many things. It's regardless of what it is, whether it's good things, you know, good things happening to us or, you know, bad things happening to us. To me, at some point, they become level at some point because they come to you sometimes all at once that overwhelms your system. And so that's what overwhelming to me is when many things are happening all at once. And a lot of times it's my perspective of the things that are happening to me. You know, it's my perspective of it that uh, the, that makes a lot of difference because sometimes during in life, do you, do you feel like even though things are, there's a, so many things happening, you can handle it? Yes. Right. Yes. And then sometimes there's many things happening 
and you are overwhelmed and you are so not you, but general you, and we are so um, overwhelmed by it. So it's really when I think it depends on what's happening in my life. Personally, I think it becomes, I become more affected by things happening uh, in my life with personal things. So if I'm, if one of my family members are, not doing well, or I have to deal with certain personal stuff, the normal things that I get overloaded with when it comes to work, when it comes to uh, other things socially and, and, and mostly work becomes overwhelming. But if I don't have personal stuff going on and I don't have to deal with like, for example, for, you know, kids problems or kids issue or, you know, things in life, then I feel like I can deal with it. Right. So, so that's what overwhelming to me is. So here are my ideas of symptoms of overload. For one, we'll start with the body, (laughs) the body. Um, for me, it can create either it's an extremity. So it goes from one extreme to another can be tiredness or, you have too much energy, but there it's not a constant state. It's either one or the other because your body is trying to regulate your, your, your emotions, your mentality. Um, it also has to do with like a little bit more pressure. You'll feel more pressure in your body. You know, like for me, I carry overload, um, a lot into my chest and my lungs, depending, and I can feel an, and like my liver and everything else is just running so much. And, um, it's foods, foods, like there's certain types of foods that will actually feed more of that heat. Like caffeine can be really a problem, but then also you might sometimes feel so exhausted that you need caffeine. So right. it's kind of like this up and down type of thing. Now, emotions, that one's a hard one for me to be able to say, because um, for me personally, I'm naturally more, um, I'm more neutral with emotions until I really feel it. But there can be numbness, there can be extreme emotions, there can be reactivity, you know, actually, I was reacting a lot more um, in that state of just feeling overwhelmed and everything else where I noticed that I couldn't control. Like I was actually, and I hate that word control. It's a, it's, it's a trigger word for me. So uh-huh. it was harder at that point to be able to um, feel the emotions and it would just come out more, like just mm-hmm. like shoot out in a, in a way where it wasn't helpful. Now yeah. the mental side, um, I call that the mental head type of thing you know and um because literally it's uh i don't even it's not even a word but it's it's coming out in my head is fuckery (laughs) like the mental fuckery that's going on um so um i gotta say that it was overload can create a mind where you are constantly saying, oh, I can handle this because you've handled certain skills and you've mastered certain skills and situations. At the same time, it can it can have a, a sensation of always talking. There can be more anxiety, more anxiousness. Yeah. It's a lot more fast. And um, people who are more mental um, will experience more anxiety type of yeah. thoughts um, and it's hard not to react out of those, you know, or you can't shut your brain off. Right. 
It is even at night and it will affect your sleep. So personally for me, uh, physically, I I would feel a lot of heat, right? Because we are fire, fiery people, right? Yeah. And you and actually I could feel it on my right side of my body. Do you mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm like overwhelmed and I'm like pushing, pushing, pushing and doing a lot of things all at once. Mm-hmm. And you know, things are getting given to me and I have to do something. Yeah. And um emotionally, I know when I'm overwhelmed because my go-to is uh, irritation, frustration, resentment. And mm-hmm. I know I have to check with myself when it comes to that because uh, because it shows. And I and my first thing and my per- first impulse is to uh, bite mm-hmm. everyone's head off. You know, it's yeah. like, that's that's mine. So, so it really impulse. comes out emotionally for me. Yeah, it's- so there's, yeah, I guess like, like the impulse is a really good one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Here's another thing too that I noticed. Um, that's what one of the reasons why I want to talk about this today is. Um, so, to my listeners, some of the things that um, I don't really feel as comfortable talking about because I'm still dealing with it. But um, I've had some major deaths happen in um, close family members uh, in a in just a very short period of time. Um, and so, one of the things because I was overloaded already that um, you know is like how I identify, like I'm a mother, I do these things. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed, especially with the overload and the symptom and the reaction of it is I go to a sporting event that my son was asked just to play on just for like, you know, it wasn't really part of a team or anything else. And at the sporting event, it was so awful in like what I was feeling inside you know, let's yeah, just yeah, say yeah, you yeah. shouldn't go to to public events when you're grieving, especially if your background is in sports and coaching, because like I, that's part of what I do is I'm a coach. And so I felt like my soul died and I was like upset. And then the coach came up to my son. My son's never came up. And and after like the game, actually, even before the coach came up. My son said, mom, I only would want to play on this team if you coach these kids mm. because like, because I, I can't do this. And so it was like, oh, I have those skills. I can do this because I was like, in my mind, I was like, there is no way I could ever have my son play with, with this because like, it was one of those things and those decisions I made that created overwhelm before that point, which I didn't know, you know, <laughs> like all yeah, those different did. things. And then when the coach came up to Aiden and tried to coach my son, (laughs) I felt so bad about this, Sonia, Uh because like I looked at him and said, you need to let me coach these kids. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was like, whoa. And his wife was taken back. It was taken aback too. And in that moment, because I was feeling the emotions and I was super just like, ah, right. Um, I, came off very harsh especially with the language I use and anyways he said I could coach and then I go into the car and I'm sitting there in the coolness of Alaska in the in my cool car trying to cool down and stuff like that and I uh, realized for one that's not really who I am speaking that way to somebody 
that was out mm-hmm. of character. Yeah. Two, what the hell did I just sign up for? <laughs> you, know? you just said yes to something. I I put myself into something that I didn't want to do. Oh boy. So like so when you're overloaded, it's easy to continue to put on things, especially if you are in the spin. And so here's the thing is that life happens and it does it really does happen to you, but the same point there's this place where you don't always have to add more onto your plate to feel normal because this is part of a process. And so I know that in life transitions happen, everything else we're constantly learning and shifting. And the worst thing you can do is continue to add things on because you're trying to hold on to an identity. Or onto yes, goals exactly. or anything else, right? We just keep adding things, you know, and I think it's closely related to um, pleasing others too is one, right? Yeah. Or trying to be per- a perfectionist, right? Because you keep adding mm-hmm. more into your plate just to make sure that everything looks perfect, maybe subconsciously. And, you know, for my thing, this has been like a problem for me because I always, always have something happening, and I'm thinking, why is this? Why am I doing this to myself? You know, if you ask yourself that, why am I doing this to myself? Or why am I always in this situation? That's a lot. A lot of that is boundaries, right? Yeah. Because things are spilling into your own boundaries. You know, it's not a rigid line. But if if you are saying that to yourself, that means that, you know, the boundaries that we have, whether it's work, there's many different types of boundaries too, right? Yes. So maybe it's work, maybe it's personal life, maybe it's sexual or maybe it's financial and things like that and I think for me and you asked the question what is boundary for you to me boundary is uh, a way for us to uh, really take care of ourselves right yeah this is that's a way to take care of ourselves when we understand how to set boundaries and maintain healthy boundaries we can really avoid all these feelings of resentment that I'm speaking for me because that's what I'm feeling like when I'm not when I'm not putting healthy boundaries, I have resentment, I have disappointment, I have anger, I have frustration and all that. Uh, when our limits are being pushed, right? Because yeah. we don't know it. We like, oh, yeah, 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 I can, you know, take it in, take it in. And then once the limits are, you, the limits are pushed, then you, you flip. Yeah. Into the, those things that weren't, that, that's not us really. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, um, for me, boundaries was the trigger word, you know, like mm-hmm. as a sphere based, it's more that energy can be very, very, uh, what's the word offensive, kind offensive. Of. Yeah. Or, or yeah. also, um, more fear based. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, really setting a good line in the sand of this is who I am. I think boundaries have to do for one with your values of the things mm-hmm. that are important to you and who you are inside of what you're trying to put out there. Um, also, it gives a line of communication of how it's it's the opportunity for you to be able to set what you want in your life through boundaries. Yeah. And it's just a communication. So when you set boundaries, so I, I this I want to just close up with this because mm-hmm. when you set boundaries, you are being clear of what 
you expect from people or what they can expect from you, right? Yeah. So, so it's really helpful, not just for, um, not just for you, but for other people too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And totally. It, yeah. So you know, and then also, I think with setting boundaries too, I've noticed a couple things from that is that for one, when my boundaries are violated or that my line in the sand has been violated, Mm -hmm. it's usually through your own devices and your own choices that, that develop that because it's a relationship. Boundaries is just a way of communicating in a relationship Mm -hmm. with each other. But um, for me, I am the biggest violator of my own boundaries yeah, because I'm constantly, I've been constantly trying to push, push, push of like the things that I want to do and completing them or adding on. And you know what I realize is that for me, it's not, I don't get as irritable. I get in some ways when it gets to a point where they keep on getting violated or like I keep on going at first, I feel it's, it creates the overwhelm, right? It starts creating the overwhelm feeling, but then there's this point where I realize I have to pause, but it's because it's like a pressure build for me. I think of it almost like a, um, a, a, a Dutch oven or something that the steam is, is getting built up within a system because it's just, there's so much pressure and it has to be released. Right. right, And so it's much harder to do my usual things that would bring me comfort, like meditation or just sitting down and writing. I don't want to do them as much anymore. There's this grace point that I'll have where it's just like a Dutch oven and the air comes out it's either going to explode out of me or it starts all of a sudden where I just have to go wait a minute what's happened what happened like what's happened I I was doing so well with all these other things and then all of a sudden I feel like I'm in like this storm of what did I do to myself and I naturally will become more negative towards myself of like, why did you do this? Why did, you know? And so over the years, I have learned to just take a pause when I can start hearing that negative voice Mm. of like, it's perpetuating. Like it's telling me first, you need to make these goals. This is what, who you are. And then the other part at the same time is saying, what the hell are you doing? Right. You know, like, how dare you? So it's like, it's, it's just a negative. It's just a, it's just a way it's to a be spin, right? It's a spin. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, that's where I realize, like, that for me, is where my boundaries come in. Where I'm like, okay, wait a minute, and then I just have to just pause and just stop everything, like not literally and physically stopping, but inside I have to just go stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, I'm able to start writing again of what's happening, and it's re- the reflection piece that. Yeah. And so all those symptoms that you said, irritability, all those different types of things, boundaries can be through relationships with people. But remember, all of these things are what your definition of is, it's going to be different. But I think it really comes down to knowing your values, Mm -hmm. to be able to start setting positive um, boundaries, and also being able to know what you need to take off your plate. 
because yeah. normally like there's sometimes where you need to take things off your plate. And for me, I've noticed that lately um, I've been, life has been consistently putting more and more stuff on me. And then also I've been taking on more stuff. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, what can I take off? Because I can't control the things that are happening. I can see it and I can feel that these things are coming, but I can control the things that I say yes to. And like, I've had to revisit my values and my daily goals and my goals that I want to do this year. And I made a goal right before the New Year's that had to do with simplicity and slowing down and clarity like you, like you, Sonia. Um, And so in some ways, it's funny because I feel like life is like, oh, I'm going to help you with this. So here's this. Here's this death. Here's this death. Here's this. Here are these things. Oh, now here's the opportunity of how you have to handle like everybody else in your family and how are you going to do this? And so I've had to really set boundaries, especially while I grieve, you know, in a lot of things in personal relationships Mm -hmm. and things that I, I agreed to initially, then I didn't start, but I had to pull out of things. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was a little hard to be honest. To, but to it's just up. like res- it's just like resetting, right? Like yeah, you 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 keep mentioning, you know, going back to the values, which is really what we're here here for is to live mm-hmm. our values. And without living our values, that means that we are living by other people's values, and we are just responding to it. And so when you're saying, you know, oh, you keep going back to your values, really, that's what we need to do. Because boundaries, if we don't have healthy boundaries, it will take us away, farther away from what we value the most, which is really our own, our own definition of how we live our lives. And so yeah. uh, it is, it is very important to like, keep going back, keep pausing and keep uh, reestablishing the lines, the, the, that invisible line. And to, and to, to tell you the honest truth, it goes back to taking care of yourself, going back to the things you love to do, like meditation and the practices we've done, because yeah. really those are the keep us, uh, the practices that we've been telling our listeners to that we do and encourage them to do are the things that will keep uh, keep us reminding us of who we really are and yeah. what's really important in our lives. Sonia, thank you so much. I think this is actually a really good place to stop for this week. Um, so to our listeners, stay tuned to next week. Um, this is where we're going to discuss the differences between open and closed boundaries. And also there are five simple steps you can take to be able to not just reestablish your boundaries, but also reset your life, especially when you're in overwhelm. So stay tuned next week. And to all of our listeners, wherever you are in the world, stay grounded and absolutely you. And wherever you are in the world, have a good morning, good afternoon, good night. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Must Have Coffee. To connect, email us at musthavecoffeewithus at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Must Have Coffee With Us.